0: and a warm welcome to Smashing Secrets Feng Shui. We're your hosts, my name is Chloe.
1: And I'm Joe, and we're a mother and daughter duo.
0: This show is for all of those that are interested in Feng Shui, including those with no previous experience but would like to learn how you can improve your life and your successes even more than you're doing already.
1: That's right. This is the show for you because we're going to be breaking down the secrets of feng shui, making the principles much more accessible. This is so you can make your good luck better and make your bad luck smaller. And we're going to discuss how to do that with all the other interesting facts and features of feng shui and everything in between. I hope you enjoy listening.
0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Smashing Secrets Feng Shui, this is episode 43. I'm Chloe, this is Joey. (laughs) Joey Poey. And welcome back to the show.
1: (laughs) How are you? I'm very good, do you like my t-shirt?
0: Yes, it's got red stripes on it and a dog. What's that dog called? Snoopy. Snoopy, yeah. Yeah, I
1: do love Snoopy. Is that a comic book character? Yeah, Peanuts. Have you ever seen it?
0: Mm. Oh, I must have, because I know where it's from.
1: Yeah, and it, you see the little bird. Yeah. He loves the little bird. It's Woodstock.
0: Woodstock. Yeah, this all sounds quite familiar. Was it big in Is the it 90s? Woodstock? Or 80s? God,
1: I think it was even further back, like the wow. 70s. Was it just like a British thing, do you think? No, I think it's American. Oh, really? Yeah, but I think it was big over here. Mm. I, I'm sure it was American. Um, they, we had a Peanuts comic strip that would appear in certain papers, I believe. Um, but there was also an animation, a cartoon, that was um, really popular when I was a kid. Hmm. I'll tell you, another one I really like is um, The Far Side. Have you seen that? No. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Yeah. All
0: well,
1: right, I'll we've,
0: try. We've got on to a good start. <laughs> <laughs> um let's rewind
1: um yes great talk mom do you like my top? yes i do stand up so the camera can see you met him he was jaws in james bond and your dad had organized a big event in regent street i think it was like huge event and uh, they had all sorts of actors coming down that were in big movies such as jaws and odd job and um I've got a photo of you with both with both of them, and jaws is picking you up pretending to bite your neck, which was um, <laughs> his thing in in James Bond. So mm. when I saw that t-shirt, I thought I must bite for Chloe, although oh. she you were you were quite young, so you I, might not remember.
0: Uh, I feel like I've seen that photo. He's like really tall. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Well. So back, what are we doing to, today? back to back uh, <laughs> to reality. What we're doing? Yeah, um, welcome back, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed this first two minutes of uh, your life that you'll never get back. Um, if you hear any sounds in the background, that is the cat going a bit zoomy. I apologise. That's <laughs> Chloe's
1: cat, Theo. My cat's perfectly chilled.
0: I've had to crack the door open a little bit because if I don't, he will yell outside. So there's kind of like a no-win situation here. (laughs) He's currently here. So um, (laughs) everyone say hi. Hello. Hi, Theo. Hi,
1: Theo. He's
0: leaving the room now. So,
1: (laughs) So, Mum, what are we talking about today? Today, I would really like to discuss the importance of land formation. The shape and contours of the land in the environment surrounding your home in your landscape. Mm. Yeah, so um, there's lots of different terminology, and because we've introduced quite a lot of terminology, such as yin and yang, the five elements, the constructive cycle of elements, the destructive cycle of elements, the bagua. There's you know there's lots of new terminology. So I'm just going to throw some more in. (laughs) So we're going to talk about um, (laughs) basically you've got some in some texts you might come across something called um, earth dragons or water dragons and these are quite they sound very mythical and spiritual and um, and sort of um, exotic but actually they're just symbols for certain formations shape and contours of the land so mountains hills valleys rivers streams and it's basically looking at that um, pattern of energy that's created naturally. We can look at man-made formations as well, but obviously nature is best. That's that's what's occurred naturally, and by analysing that, we can determine the quality of energy within the environment around our house, and that's important because some houses are going to have quite low quality chi. Some are going to have energy that's very positive, but maybe more spiritually based. Some might be more academically based. Some might be more to do with a romantic nature. So there's all different types of descriptions of the earth and and water dragons that can help a feng shui practitioner or or a layman who's interested in feng shui determine the quality of energy. Or lay woman. Lay woman. Lay person. Yeah. Lay cat. Lay Lay cat. (laughs) Lay (laughs) individual. (laughs) Mm. Nice Sorry, cup of coffee there,
0: Mom. I slurped it rather loudly. You probably came yeah. up on the
1: editing. Sorry, mm. it was good. Well. So, so I mean, you're not familiar with um, this sort of thing, are you? So, 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 how, what does it sound like to you as a as a newbie?
0: Um, I mean, that's that's debatable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, your newbeeness?
0: Um, yeah, I've heard you talk about land formations all the time. <laughs> but sure, I'll put on my, my lay cat hat. <laughs> lay cat cat. Oh,
1: that reminds me of another book, The Cat and the Hat. You used to love that when you were a child. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, land formations. Well, I immediately think about hills and mountains because when I hear the word formation it just kind of, and land, it kind of brings me into that kind of world. But, of course, it can go into other environments like big old lakes or flat surfaces or forests. Is it literally just like the – so it's literally the land curves, curves and shapes and foundations. Size. Size, yeah. This is
1: where size is important. Oh, wow. So (laughs) – no, seriously, we <laughs> <laughs> you, you're going somewhere. I'm talking about a mountain. Yeah. So if you've got a big mountain, its position of of, of within the landscape is important to you in, in reference to where you are, so where your house is. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you can move around. Your house can't so easily. I mean, um, funny enough, I'm doing... Um, some functional analysis for a property that has been moved because it, it was originally in a in an area that was a flood risk. So, so I do understand some properties can be moved, but on the whole, properties that once they're put in their position, their location, they can't move. So, so we we do need to understand the importance of where hills are, valleys are, rivers are, um, what's in the environment, where is it, the size of it, the shape of it, all different kind of details. Actually, are important and can make a big difference to the quality of energy. So, when you do do some feng shui in your home, when you activate your feng shui, if you've got good chi in the landscape pouring into the property, your feng shui cures or enhancers are going to become that bit stronger and 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 will become um, more noticeable and bring bigger effects. If, on the other hand, the quality of chi is very sluggish or slow then there's things that we can do within the environment. We can't easily pick up a house and and change the direction, its orientation. But we can look at what's in the environment and look at ways of um, improving it. So if there's something like a poison arrow, which is um, known as sharp energy, so it's something that can direct a negative force towards the home, then we can put up a barrier if we've got uh, land slipping away from us, particularly at the back of the property, then that's symbolic of us of the cheese slipping away and that can make us feel a little bit more insecure or have a sense of opportunities sort of running away and, and before we're able to grasp them. So in that situation, we, we have to look at, is, is there a way we can create, a, well, I'd like to say barrier, but is there a way of creating some support so you can't necessarily build a mountain in, in your back garden or your backyard, but you can use light to slow Chi down. You can use trees. You can also look look at further in a wider perspective. So you could, even though you might have um, a river behind you, which again is symbolic of money actually running away, then is there things that you can do to sort of improve that to reduce the, the negativity and to increase the positivity. And that's why land formation is really, really important.
0: What about if you lived in the middle of a valley where, the,
1: if it, where all the energy is kind of like, it's like cornering you? Well, if you're, if you're living, it dep- again, it depends on the orientation of the house. So if you're living on the side of a hill, then you've got, that's known as the earth dragon, then you it depends on the shape and contours and and exactly the position you are, so if you're at the top of the hill you're going to be there's less protection if you're built into the hill, you're going to have more protection. But we also look at something called embracing or embraces. you've got a left embrace and a right embrace, so ideally, we would have the back of the house supported by a large hill or a or a mountain. It doesn't have to be huge. It it does, I mean, you've got different, as I say, different types of earth dragons. You've got low-level low, low level hills, medium-sized hills, and then you've got high-level dragons, which are your big mountains. But ideally, you'd have that to the back of the property. Now, in the distance, if, you, if it's within view of your home, you could have something to the side as well. But we would like, we would prefer to have an open space in front, and you've got a natural formation within the, st- the land that sort of provides um, an embrace. So the, the, almost as if you're being cuddled by the mountain. Now, I know that sounds a little bit daft, but if you look at, um, particularly in the Far East, if you look at the positioning of temples, that's exactly what they've done. They've they've looked at the, the shape and the contours of, of the mountain. It's, they're not like perfect triangles. There's going to be naturally formed platforms where... And in terms of um, uh, land formation, they look at meridian points. So just like you in acupuncture, you've got meridian points in your body. That you've also got meridian points in in the land. And so ancient Chinese masters, would, feng shui masters, would um, would uh, diagnose where those meridian points are, and would orientate the building accordingly, so that the building is naturally accumulating and attracting positive energy and for a particular purpose so within the in a high hill mountain point it would be very spiritual whereas something um, say a flat top hill would have more wealth aspect associated to it and something with a sharp point would have something more associated with um, your reputation or or There's all sorts of different um, ways of analysing it, and it's probably too much to cover today. But, um, yeah, if you're living in a valley, it depends whereabouts on the valley you are. If you're at the bottom of the valley, you're going to accumulate all of that chi. Now, I don't know if you remember when Oxford. Remember Oxford in England? Yeah. So we used to go and visit some friends there. Now, in the summer, I would get really blocked up with hay fever Whenever mm. we went to Oxford, it's because it's in a valley. So all the is Oxford and, in a valley? Yeah, yeah. What you? the whole city? Yeah, I believe so. But but particularly when we would go into Oxford, as we're driving into Oxford, do, do you remember there was the big um, hills? And you maybe you don't remember, but um, yeah, we used to. Oh, to be honest, it's such a beautiful, beautiful place. And um, um, Alex used to take us to the Bluebell Forest. And It was just so beautiful. In fact, that picture of us in the um with the sandcastle when you were really little that's in Oxford. Oh, yeah, on
0: the, our website.
1: Yeah, well, I used to get very heavy hay fever and really a lot of allergies, and mm. it's because it's all the valley, all the energies of the valley are pouring into that pocket, mm. and um, including pollution and pollen and things like that. Mm. So, the minute I drove out of Oxford, all my allergies would clear up. Mm. So, um, yeah, you've got a pool of energy, but you've also got a pool of all that toxicity and negativity from the pollution. We love it.
0: Mm. <laughs> well, I live in central London, and you have for most of your life. We love pollution. Well, and London's then... actually, London, So London's in a bowl. Let's look at this for an example. How does, mm. how does that work in reflection? Well, London's quite flat.
1: So, there, so where there are hills in and around London, so Highgate... Hampstead, Primrose Hill. So, where there are, and they're not big hills. They're not, I mean, like Alexandra Palace, that's, I think, or was it Crystal Palace? I always goes to an example. Maybe yeah, they're both too. on hills. One's but, on the um, north bit and one's on the south bit, right? But they're built on hills. Mm. And it's the, the surrounding areas are where a lot of wealthy people are, uh, naturally accumulate. When you think of um, Hampstead. That is true, actually. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Well, you've got—is um, it Bishop's Avenue and Hampstead? It's like Millionaires' Row. They're enormous, enormous properties. But it wasn't um, always like that. Well, I think when you think of Hampstead, I think it's all and Highgate. There have always been areas that, um, in A fact, bit more um, that, affluent yeah, because. Yeah, because that's where um, Dick Turpin. There's a, all the legend of Dick, Dick Turpins around that area as well. And mm. Shame granddad's passed on because he would have told you some great stories about Dick Turpin. Mm. But um, yeah, that's where. It's a funny
0: it, old name, that one.
1: <laughs> well, it's. Uh, I, I don't even know if he's real. It was a legend, but um, it, it was he would be attacking wealthy people to share the the prosperity with the poor people. So but sounds like he Robin would, Hood. Yeah, I mean that was in a forest, but um, Sherwood Forest. I don't know about the hills over there, but we get sidetracked. Um, the the hills in London, because London's basically, like you say, a basin. It's it's hills are very low grade, and you find them where you find the rivers. So as the, as the water naturally erodes the earth, you're going to have sediment build up on the banks and things, and and the ground will get lower and um where the sediment is it all get higher i mean what did your mudlarker say about that actually because i was reading her book and what, she was about to, the erosion well no about going back in time when she was looking for finds when she was mudlarking along the thames yeah, I mean,
0: some... she's she's found bits of bobs from even the Tudor times, like but was shoes.
1: That, was that? But that was quite in in quite a, when the tide went out on the Thames and it's empty. It's mm. it's more midstream, isn't it? Because the as the river's biting into the earth, the the shape of the river changes, mm. and so um, it's you know it's not immediately apparent. You'd have to know how the river works before you find the really old stuff because of all yeah. the sediment and stuff,
0: yeah. And it depends where you go along the Thames and also when it's the um, the spring tides and whatnot, mm. it changes. But because the sediment of the Thames is so thick, it actually, because it hasn't got any oxygen in it, it means that it restores all of these beautiful... Preserves. Preserves all these beautiful... Um,
1: Artifacts. Antidotes of the past, yeah. Antidotes What's is a is a medicine. Artifacts, I think, is the one. Oh, but you were distracted by your furry friend. <laughs> so, my darling, um, what I would recommend for period nine is hills to look for, first of all, to encourage um, everyone to have a look outside and just to have a look at the lay of the land. And the things that we would like is support at the back, an open space to the front. We would like some support to the left and to the right, and that that corresponds with that armchair configuration where you've got the red phoenix representing a space out, an open space at the front. You've got to the left your celestial dragon, to the right your celestial tiger. Um, ideally, the dragon would be slightly higher than the tiger, but your Black tortoise is your support at the back of you. So when when people have finished listening, I, I, it would be really nice if they had a little look and, and just measured is, is, is that armchair configuration in place and and what sort of height are mountains? What sort of what are the hills like? Are, are they quite low? Are they only visible because you can? See when you are along a river that you can see the higher bank or can you see a hill in the distance have you got mountains visible from where you live because it's also the the position of the mountains in the distance this is where we get something called noble stars so um, we can talk about that next time uh, when we when we get a chance because that's quite a big subject but noble stars can be found in the landscape in in elevations of the land. And they can bring you helpful people or friends in high places, um success with people in authority, so they're really important, and um, particularly if you're going through a change because they could be somebody that's an accountability partner it, well not the mountain itself, but the energy it represents can attract somebody to you like a magnet that is is somebody that can really support you and help you or be help you be accountable for your own changes that you're manifesting
0: what about let's go back to the water relationship and what about if you live near the coast because there is an obvious contrast in people's finances people that live closer to the sea it's often they're the more expensive homes that you own
1: well they can be but not necessarily because um it, it because i mean ideally you'd be so this is where you're looking at water dragons You've got different quality of cheap between the ocean and rivers and streams, and what we would what we prefer is to have the water in front. So yeah, if you're living on the coast overlooking the ocean, you've got a large expanse of water, Yang water in front of you. But that's sort of if you like top heavy. Even though water is associated with wealth, it's actually the and you've also got to remember that on the coast you've got much more wind and dramatic sort of weather so um, you've got the salt content in the sea so your vegetation has to be accustomed to living in a sort of more windy or more salty environment and so what we really want is balance if you've got a property that's protected say um say somewhere like hawaii where you've got all those mountains and hills then, yeah, real estate's going to be much more expensive because now you've got the vegetation in abundance. Now you've got the support and the contours of the land around you creating these um, these wonderful dragon formations, as well as having the, the water, ideally, if it was in a, a, a waterfall. I mean, that's really amazing energy because you think of all the negative ions that are coming off of that. So just being in that vicinity makes you feel joyous it 's very energy cleansing it removes energy blocks now you can get that from a mountain as well but it's it 's all about balance so if if your if your property is nestled into um, a landscape and you 've got a gentle meandering stream in front that 's really ideal because then the water energy is not too strong it's 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 attracting prosperity towards you you 've got the support of the ground around you holding it in accumulating it you've got a nice open space for chi to pull and gather before it enters the property when it does enter the property it's not escaping with the, the contour to the land behind you if, if if the land behind you is lower than the land in front then all the opportunities coming in through the front door just going to pour out the back just, just as, as if you're pouring a glass of water down a hill it's just going to run away so if you've got a hill. Behind you that's holding that chi in then all the enhancers and activators that you do inside the property will be that bit more powerful stronger more effective your focus in, and in attentions and concentration will be clearer more positive stronger your determination and willpower will be boosted your health and relationships won't be weak and distract uh, dis, um, what's the word um, distracting you mm-hmm. And you know, and that's kind of how it works, but um I mean there's lots of, it's a huge huge, huge subject, so we're just sort of braced sort of touching on it, introducing it if you like at the moment, but um there's certainly things we can we can easily go into more more detail when we've got more time but um I mean, do you sort of get see the am i am I giving you a clear picture, or am I waffling on a bit? No, you're giving a good picture to me. <laughs> good. But what do I know? I'm a good child. lay good cat child. cap with a hat.
0: I'm a cat cap. <laughs> what about um so I'm just I just keep going back to water. I'm kind of I'm just
1: trying to like figure well, you like out. The water energy because the water energy is um is an important uh output energy for you so it 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 sort of stimulates you it's in it's an action orientated energy for you so yeah it's important to you
0: what about so you've got your house and you've either got a river or a stream like something like a a difference in the flow of the water and you've got it Mm. either on the north the south the east or the west side of your house is that gonna have a different like the flow of it and yes. where it's closed.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So
0: regardless of what else is around you. Yes. Okay.
1: So you do have to take you have to consider what else is going on, but yes, um, if you've got so a river is known as a jade belt. So that's um, if you imagine jade as being um, symbolic of wealth, and and in ancient times they would have very wealthy people would have. All, would have decorated their clothes with these amazing crystals and jade and stones and precious stones, things like that. So a jade bell is is basically a, a description for a river that's going to attract wealth and prosperity. Now, the shape of the vi- river is important as well as the location. So ideally, you'd have it in front. If it's to the left or to the right, it's it's. I'm not saying it's bad luck. I'm just saying it's not going to be as fortunate as 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 if it was to the front now if it's to the left it depends again on the shape because if the if you have the shape of the river say you're um you're you're sitting in in the the north and you're facing south and the shape of the river opposite you is 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 sort of coming around you in a u shape so you're sitting in the middle of that u
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah.
1: Now that's really beneficial. If you flip that U on the other side so that the bend of the river is now opposite the house and the river's going away from you, but the, the where the, the, the biggest contour is is facing you, that's not as lucky. That's known as um a curved blade. So it, it so yeah, the shape of the river is really important. The flow and direction of the water is really important, and the position of the pro, of the river to the property is really important. So, ideally, you'd have it to the front, and you'd have the water sort of creating this um, open U in front of you, where you've got nice land in front and the rivers going around you. If it's to the side, to the left, it can bring benefit to the green dragon. So the green dragon is all about good fortune and opportunities, things flowing into you. If it's really close, then it could have a negative effect. If it's a really fast flowing river, it could have a negative effect. If it's very turbulent, if it's always um, bursting its banks, obviously there's a flood risk. So you don't want to be too close. You don't want to be living. Do you remember when we were living in Wandsworth and we were really close to Wandsworth Bridge? Yeah. We were very
0: close to the River Thames
1: yeah yeah but i mean we were we were fairly happy there but we did have more problems there more health problems that's that's the house where i was poorly in and i had to have operations and since moving out of that house my prosperity has increased so i mean i loved living there i loved that house and i loved my neighbours and um, and it was really good for your education because it was so close to your school but in other ways, we suffered. We suffered with the health and the prosperity and um, even relationships were a bit dicey at times. So moving away from that property, I immediately started to notice my good luck improving Um I mean, I've where I live now, I have a river to the right to me. Now, the right to me, that is quite, it's it's not very, very close. It's quite far away and it's very, very gentle.
0: But yeah, it's very gentle. It's more like a stream. Oh, but then you've a, got the stream, but then you've got a more bigger, like a river.
1: Yeah, mm. where it's feeding into. But again, that's quite far away. Now, that, interestingly enough, is to do with authority. And since living at this property, I've become, I've had greater authority in work. So, my day job is i work for a clinic and now i'm practice manager of that clinic whereas before living in in this property i was basically more more of a secretary and just i mean he was a great doctor but i was sort of assistant to him whereas now i've got more responsibilities and um and it's since moving here so it, it so the, i'm getting all um what's the word? (laughs) (laughs) Tongue-tied?
0: Nice. Okay, well, I I have a question. Go on. So, how does the lay cat chap cap um, assess the land?
1: So... We're on the cusp of moving away from period eight to period nine. So period nine is a fire element. So first of all, fire supports earth. So the positions of mountains and the, the structure of your environment, the lay of the land is going to become more important, which is why we're talking about it today, why we're sort of raising awareness on that. So if you are fortunate enough to have a hill in the south direction of your home And it can be in front, it can be to the side or it can be behind. Ideally, it'd be to the back or to the side because if it's too close to the front, it can obstruct chi, it can block chi, so the chi sort of misses the house and goes around either side.
0: At what point do you
1: cut off the distance between said mountain
0: and your house?
1: Well, and also the size of the... where Nan's living Nan and Granddad's house, um, Nan's there now on her own. She's got Sedley Rise opposite the house, and it's 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 not a big hill, but it's opposite the front door, and it's a it's a sort of a reasonable distance. I mean, I I wouldn't. I don't know how many meters. No, no, no. It's bigger than that. It's um, think of how many car lengths there are. A dozen, fifteen.
0: Yeah, maybe.
1: Yeah, so we're going to
0: count this later.
1: <laughs> <It'll> be like <laughs> 10. <laughs> the thing is, it's not a big hill and it's at a reasonable distance. So it's not going to block the chi coming to her home, but it is in the sales sector. So for the next 20 years, whereas that energy was a bit sort of wasn't such a big deal from next year, from February next year, it will become a bigger deal because what it will do is it will increase her good fortune. We've also got to be aware of where the road bends down, drops away to her left, that we you know, we need to look at that and possibly even move. So considering to move home, this is a good year to do it because the thing about period nine, when you get to the flying stars, you don't have as many um star formations to activate that i mean you i'm not saying there won't be any there are and um but you'll always have a particular pattern to the star formations so if we've got the good luck already in the landscape when we particularly when we're in a period 8 house which is now so if you move this year you're and do a flying star chart you'll have a period 8 house um or if you're moving into a new build that's built between 19 um no sorry 2004 to 2024 that's going to be a period eight house and if you've got a, a hill in the south regardless of of where you are then um you're all you're all automatically going to tap into good fortune now if the he- hill is immediately opposite you it will block you but if it's a small hill like Nan's 15 cars away it's actually going to have more benefit than negative effect mm
0: you can also use online tools can't you to look at the like overall
1: yeah uh, actually i land. do that a lot. i did that a lot for my international clients so i love google maps i um i look at um, satellite images i look at the contour of the land through the terrain because you've got all the mm. all the mountain they you know with the shading you can work out where the hills are and that was also, also when we did the workshop you had that color grade yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. But like yeah, I'll just tell you what it's called because I use it all the time. So it's um it's a is topography. It yeah. So it's um it's a top topography map. I and the one well. I um T-O-P-O-G-R-A-P-H-I-C. The one I yeah, the one I use is um, known as an England topography map, elevation and terrain. But um, it actually covers the whole planet. So I use it a lot for my international clients as well. And it can um, measure the – it has a meterage. So it looks at sea level and then it it sort of goes up from there. So you actually get – you can really, down to the meter, Mm
0: -hmm. work out how
1: high your hills are, where they are in relation to your property. Are they behind to the side in front, Um, the size of them? So you can work out the power they're generating, the energy that they're – releasing influencing you can look at where the shape of the river is um there's there's loads loads you can do it's quite a fun the... tool to play with oh i love it absolutely love it and it's helping me sort of um not only advise clients but it's also helping me when i sort of think about where would i like to move because i don't have a big hill in myself even though my house is facing south south one by the way is particularly good during period nine. So where I am now, fortunately, is facing south one. There's some other good directions as well. But if I had a hill in south one, I would be overjoyed and uh, would stay here for the whole period nine. But I don't. So in the, the back of my mind, I'm always looking at areas where I've got a substantial hill at a reasonable distance, ideally to the back of me. So I want a house maybe facing north or northeast or northwest, depending on on what's what's in the environment. But I'd have a hill in, in the south, and then I'd also have hills representing my noble stars. So southwest and west, northeast, northwest, these are all lucky directions for me based on the eight mansion formula. And so um, for me, I'm always on the lookout for good locations. And if I find a good location, then... Um, I can either recommend it to clients or even nab it for myself.
0: Hmm. So, what about if one of our listeners live in an area they're not planning to move? The area is very, very flat. Is there ways of adjusting the land formation inside the
1: home? Um, Well, you can obviously everyone can do stuff inside the home, but if you've got a particularly flat area, and particularly if it's very windy. Then it doesn't matter what you're going to do inside, it's not going to work or you're not going to get the results you expect. And you will also have other things going on that's going to make it harder for you to concentrate the chief focus the energy. Because if it's very flat, you've got a problem with wind. So, I mean, not being, not farting, <laughs> But um, the wind in the landscape blowing across the property, which is going to make the chi scatter. You can't hang on to the chi. So first of all, you put in a windbreaker. It could be um, a hedge, or it could be a series of trees. Depends on how how big we're talking. If we're talking miles, then um, it could be other buildings, other structures. But I would um, go as naturally as I could, and I would put first of all put up some windbreakers, some trees. That's going to slow down the the chi and allow the chi to accumulate where I want it. Because you can plant trees wherever, you, wherever you've got space to plant them. Yeah, I'd also look at um, doing it on a day where I've got some lucky energy for groundbreaking. So we've not really spoken about groundbreaking, but um, the timing of events is really important. So I'd pick a good day, like a success day, where I could um, use the chi that's available while I'm doing it. And you can also do, like I said, buildings or man-made structures. If you've only got small space, you could perhaps look at um, your garden. Whether if you're lucky enough to have a garden at the front or the back or the property, you could start thinking about using uh, boulders or or, or big, heavy sort of stone, or even um, statues. You can something that's really heavy will obviously stand out within the environment you'll see it i mean i've seen some fantastic um, ceramic and um, even mosaic statues that are being used in chelsea flower show and um, i mean amazing sculptures that are very symbolic so you sort of using more symbolism as well but you are also using physical constructive structures that will slow tree down. Lighting will slow tree down. Vegetation will slow tree down. So, if 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 you really wanted to, you could make a huge difference just by landscaping your garden using mm-hmm. feng shui pra- um, practices recommendations. What
0: about, what about if you were going to? Um, if you live in a very windy area, closing the windows would that? Do no, because you're talking
1: about the. Not really. No, you If you if you're in a very windy area, then you you do need to to tap in or create a way of tapping into the the, the environment by, by slowing things down. So, I mean, if you're in a really windy area, light's not going to do anything. Well, it's going to have very minimal effect. But if you put up some a series of trees or a hedge in a sp- particular strategic position, then, yeah, the wind will be unable to be damaging to you because the trees are taking all of it or taking mm. the brunt of it yeah that makes sense and then when you activate that then you can use lights and water you can use like um a fountain if you have or, or you could put it in a small little pond or you know you could do something like that but if you have a fountain at the front entrance to represent the J bell it's important to have it to the left of the entrance with the flow of water coming into the property and not place it on the right-hand side with the flow of water exiting the property because they have this water is a very powerful activator it's it's very powerful so if you if you have it to the left coming in money's coming in if it's to the right going out not only is your money going out but you'll also have problems with, with part it, suspicious um, adulterous affairs you know your partner could be not exactly honourable and you could be having problems on that, of that nature because the good luck slipping away. So the trust is slipping away.
0: Mm. Okay. So we have looked at um, what are land formations. We've looked at the impact of land formations in feng shui and we've looked at the techniques for assessing and even enhancing
1: land formations. Yeah, I would agree. We've definitely touched upon it. What I, I'm, I'm, we going going to be doing soon is giving people some cheat sheets, so there'll be sort of more detail when when I give it to you to, to load.
0: <laughs> and that's going to be exclusive to Patreon members, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, because um, this is based on my years and years of studying. So, I mean. Uh, you know, it's, it's. I'm going to be releasing things little and often all the time. So at the moment, I'm just building it up so that we can do the first tier or the even second tier. If you, if, if you think you're the boss, but I'm just collating, I'm the
0: boss.
1: <laughs> collating all the information. Mom seems
0: to think I'm the boss.
1: <laughs> well, you're in the boss of. Wasn't me and all that, what we're doing here. You've got all the knowledge and skills. I've just waffled on about Fong Shre. But what I will be doing is some cheat sheets with um, diagrams so that if people are interested in having a little bit more information on analyzing their environment, then yeah, I will have more detail available soon.
0: Cool. Okay. Well, do you want to summarize the key takeaway messages of the episode?
1: Yeah, I think the key takeaway message is to have pay some have a look at your environment, pay some attention to it. Um Joey Yep uh, has a saying saying walking the dragons. So you're not actually taking a lizard for a walk, but you're actually paying attention to the the contours of the land, the shape of the land, seeing what's in your immediate environment. If it's very flat, you can look at the structures or the tree line. For example, I've got i haven't got a mountain or a hill but i can see an elevation very low grade but i've got a, a club a corp, they call it copes corpse copes of trees a, a, a plantation of trees because there's a where they play golf over there and golf so, course, yeah <laughs> so they've got <laughs> they've got lots of trees clustered together which create a barrier so I haven't got a, a really great hill, but I do have something. So I encourage listeners to have a look at and see what they've got. Pay attention to the south, because that's really important for period nine. But also just see where the hills are, whether they're low-grade, medium or high, whether what shape they are, because the shape will have an a, a effect, and see how it corresponds to their lives. Um, you know, is there... Is there a way to improve health? Is there a way to improve wealth? What what dreams and desires do they want to encourage? Because it could be that by changing the environment outside slightly, I'm not saying like do great big huge mountains, and you, like that film, um, "Counselors of the Third Kind, he he went to the huge mountain in his living room. But um, you don't have to do anything like that. But you can... You can look at what's there and what's not there. And if something is missing, you can maybe take some steps to um, to put maybe something there, like a tree. If you if you need to block a poison arrow, you can put a tree between you and the poison arrow. If you've got nothing in the, in the south direction and it's the ground slipping way, then I'd definitely use the earth element, such as um, getting some nice big rocks or stones from the quarry and putting those in an artistic way and making a rock garden i mean send us pictures if if people don't know i'll be more than happy to 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 give people tips and and encouragement
0: yeah cool all right well that all sounds great uh thank you very much
1: for your knowledge my pleasure i love talking you know me
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right well today's a little bit short and sweet but that's no problem uh i suppose this is when we do the outro then so uh bye. <laughs> yeah.
1: well you're going to i'll be seeing you later we're, we're going to be meet together later on this afternoon so but
0: nobody needs to know this <laughs> okay well,
1: well yeah. i'm just confirming that yes see you later
0: yes we, we can do we. that
1: after we've off <laughs>
0: Okay, I'll divulge some Well, thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in to another episode. It's episode 43. We're nearly to 50. That's going to be a very fun milestone. Yep. um To all our new listeners, thank you very much for choosing to listen to us today. And for everyone that has been of us from the get go, thank you very much. Yeah, big love. And um, big, big love. And I've just seen that we've got time remaining four minutes. So it's actually quite fortunate that. We didn't decide to do an hour today. Maybe oh. to upgrade our recording software. <laughs> a bit of technical issues, but we did well. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Love it have, me. have a lovely day, everyone. And we will see you in a fortnight for the May forecast.
1: Yes, yes. And that's um, very symbolic of change. So, I, I don't know how everyone's April's going. Uh, we've got lots of changes going on in our lives. But um, I am curious to see how May's going to unfold because that's got big shifts.
0: Yeah. And that's us for now. So over and out. And ta-ta. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Lots We're of love. We're waving. f <laughs> <laughs>